deserve the praise. God, you deserve the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
your name, God. Come on, bless your name, Jesus. Come on, all over this room, begin to bless him. I know you may be tired, but he deserves the praise anyway. Come on, he deserves the glory. He deserves the honor. He deserves the praise. He deserves the glory. Hey, God, we give you the praise. Come on, open up your mouth. God, we give you the praise. Woo! Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is in me. Hallelujah. Rejoices on this day. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Greetings. I am Pastor Denise Williams. You may be seated. I want to greet you and thank you for coming out and celebrating with us today on our second church anniversary and our first ordination service. Look at you. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm glad you made it. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank God. I want to just say a special greeting and thank you again. We're going to move forward because we have an ordination service, and I decided that that would be the first thing that we do. Amen. Because when the word of the Lord is released, we want to be able to flow. And so we don't want to have to interrupt that. So I'm going to ask our ministers in training to come forward as we prepare for our ordination service. Can I get my cell phone, please? My tablet decided to update. How many of y'all know that whenever you're experiencing any type of opposition, you got to stay focused? You got to stay focused. We're having some technical challenges, and I don't usually like to bring those things, but I just want to understand what's happening. Our devices are not syncing, but we're going to move forward. There we go. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. On today, 
we have MIT Cynthia Jackson, who has come for ordination in the office of pastor. Hallelujah. The reason why we are here today is because we are expanding, and I'm getting a lot of feedback. We are expanding in the process of opening the second campus. Amen. And so since we've launched, we have been building a team and teaching and, and empowering um, those who are part of the Thrive Zone. And so at a later date, MIT, Cynthia, who is going to be ordained as pastor, will be installed as pastor of this campus. And I will be moving on to open another campus, but still serving as lead pastor. So that's why we're here today. So we begin with our MITs, and each one has been given a scripture. First scripture, MIT Glenicia. We'll like to start by reading Matthew 9 from verse 35 to 38. Jesus went through all the towns and villages teaching in their kingdom and healing disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into the harvest field. Christ himself prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers. First Peter 5, 1 through 4. Therefore, I urge elders among you, as your fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and one who is also a fellow partaker of the glory that is to be revealed, shepherd the flock of God among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but voluntarily, according to the will of God, and not with greed, but with eagerness, nor yet as domineering over those assigned to your care, but by proving to be examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. Ephesians 2 and 10. We are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. Thank you, MITs. MIT Cynthia. The ministry is a calling and a spirit-led endeavor. Please answer the following questions. Are you convinced that you have been called to spend your life for the cause of Christ and in the ministry of his church? If so, say, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Will you be diligent in the reading and study of the Holy Scripture and seeking knowledge in such things as they make you stronger and more able to minister the gospel of Jesus Christ? 
If so, say yes, I am with God's help. Yes, I am with God's help. Will you persevere in prayer, both in public and in private, asking God, asking for God's grace for you and for others, offering all of your labors to God through the meditation of Jesus Christ and in the sanctification of the Holy Spirit? If so, say I will with God's help. I will with God's help. Acts 20 and 28 says, Be on guard for yourselves and for all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to shepherd the church of God which he purchased with his own blood. Are you willing to face any sacrifices that may come with your calling? If so, say, I am willing. I am willing. I'm going to step to the side. I think some of you all are trying to get pictures, so I'll move over here. Will you love all people, especially those of household of faith, and minister to us in all our differences? If so, say, I will with God's help. I will with God's help. Will you keep before you, as one of the great objectives of life, the advancement of God's kingdom? If so, say, I will with God's help. I will with God's help. Representatives of God's church, I ask you now to participate in the ordination by answering these questions, especially the Thrive Zone Church family. Will you please stand? Yes, everyone, please. Thank you all. Y'all, I'm having difficulty reading because my my glasses keep fogging up. (laughs) On behalf of Thrive Zone Church, we accept this woman as a pastor among you. If so, say, we will. We will. Thrive Zone Church family, will you learn from her, pray for her, work with her to build God's kingdom? If so, answer, we will. We will. You may be seated. MITs, let's pray. If you all could stand around... Um, MIT Cynthia. No, keep facing this way. Keep facing this way. Come around. Put your hands on her shoulders. Everyone except Dodie. Thank you all. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this awesome woman of God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you have placed inside of her. Everything that is needed to fulfill this calling. Father, we come in agreement with heaven on today. And Father, we thank you and we declare that this is your will. Father, we come in agreement with the purpose and your plans for her life. Father, we bind the hand of the enemy now in the name of Jesus. And all the forces of darkness that would come and try to discourage her because she decided to give you a yes. Father, on today, Lord God, as I lay hands on her, Father, I thank you that you're going to stir up every gift. Father, any gifts that have been dormant, Lord God, and waiting for such a time as this, I speak to those gifts and I command you to wake up in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that on today, Lord God, 
as she's been ordained and consecrated into this office of a pastor, Lord God. That she has the ability to function in that office, Lord God. Father, even in her own ministry, vivacious woman, we call it blessed today in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus. Father, that as I pour this oil on her head, Lord God, Father, it's activating what needs to be activated. It's shutting down whatever needs to be shut down. It releases whatever needs to be released, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. So, Father, I anoint her now. I anoint her now, Lord God. As the oil flows, Lord God. So shall it be. According to your purpose and your plan for her life. Father, I thank you that she will prosper. I thank you that this campus will prosper because she said yes. Now, Lord God, I speak to every person that you have assigned to her care. I call the sheep forth now in the name of Jesus. I call the team forth now in the name of Jesus. Father, the harvest in Stone Mountain is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Send the laborers, Father, now in the name of Jesus. Touch! Father, this caller is just a physical representation of who you have called her to be, Lord God. Father, this is only symbolic of what you did on the cross, Lord God. And Father, we thank you, Lord God, that even as we put this collar around her neck on today, that you will continue to lead her and guide her into all truth and righteousness, Lord God. Father, we receive her in this house as a pastor, Lord God. We will respect her as a fivefold ministry gift, Lord God. Father, we yield to her teaching, Lord God. We open our ears to the prophetic utterance, Lord God. Father, just as you are receiving her on today, we receive her in Jesus' name. I'm going to ask April to come and place the collar.
Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Father, we bless you. Lord, we worship you. We magnify you in this house. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. This is your doing. And it is marvelous in our sight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, I told them on today we were going to turn the fire up just a little bit. Hey, God. Hey, God. Thank you, Jesus. Just a little bit. Hey, I feel like God wants to be worshipped. I feel like God wants to be praised. Hey, I feel like God wants somebody. Can we bring it down just a little bit? Huh, just a little bit. I feel like God wants somebody to get out of his way. That's what I hear God saying. I know I haven't given y'all a scripture yet. Huh, some of us, some of us, see, I went to see my apostle on Thursday. And it had to be because this is my first ordination since we launched in 2019. And my father, my spiritual father imparted into me. Huh? So, 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 so we sometimes we miss God because we're so stuck on how we think that it should be. We're so stuck on how it went at somebody else's church that when we go over here, we can't understand that God's moving differently in this house. So when I was wrestling with the Spirit of the Lord today, and I was trying to get my agenda together and get my program together and telling the Lord the way that I thought that it should be. He said, get out of my way. Let me do what it is that I want to do. Let me be magnified in the midst. Will you be a vessel? So the reason why we're rejoicing the way that we're rejoicing, this is our second Church anniversary. And God is using us to be aggressive in ministry. And establish his kingdom and contending for his glory in Stone Mountain. So the reason why we are rejoicing is because this is a gift. I heard somebody say this should have happened a long time ago. But I believe that everything happens in God's timing. Because there were some things that I thought that I was ready for. Oh, I found out later that if God had given it to me then when I thought that I was ready for it, not just it would have been destroyed, but I would have been destroyed. Thank God for a God that knows how to put us on spiritual power. A God that knows how to slow us down when we start moving ahead of him. That knows how to redirect our steps when we get out of sync with him. So I'm going to go ahead and declare the word of the Lord that the Lord has given um, for this church. And for those who are gathered, go and take your seat, Pastor Cynthia. 
praise God. Huh? See, somebody needs to praise God right there. Have the you. Don't have to call it MIT anymore. Hallelujah, Jesus. Me and this road are gonna get to fighting in a minute. I don't I don't I don't want to take them off. I'm, we got visitors today, MIT. We got guests in the house. I'm gonna keep my shoes on. I don't want to be on social media. I don't want people talking about me and how country I am. So I'm gonna keep them on. I'm gonna keep them on. I'm gonna obey God. Hallelujah. Y'all keep y'all's distance. Because I can't see with that mask on. We got a purifier or something up here, they told me. Going to do something up here to this air. So I had to just take it off because I want to be able to release this word. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. How many of y'all are blessed today? Amen. Can you just give me something soft? Just a little bit of a worship song while I shift gears for just a moment. Congratulations, woman of God. So grateful that God would trust this house for such an anointed vessel as yourself. One who loves people and loves God. Yes, she does. She is our director of evangelism and outreach, and I've gone out into the field with her. And she just loves people. Pastor Latin, she just loves people. And I know often we talked about evangelism and outreach, and she's a pastor now that has a heart for evangelism, but I thank God he's so strategic. He's already raised somebody up in the house to actually be able to keep moving in the area of evangelism that has the same heart and the same passion as MIT Cynthia. So we're going to go into the word for today. And for those who need a subject topic and who wants to take notes, I'm just here to declare something that the Lord released in our house a couple of weeks ago. Don't get frustrated. Get elevated. Mm. That's all. Don't get frustrated. Get elevated. Thank you, Jesus. What am I saying? In the midst of COVID-19, God is still God. He is still God. He is still God. He is still God. And so we, we have a tendency... As people to get frustrated, that means that we're moved and we want to quit and we want to give up because of what we feel and how we're being treated. How many of you know that people are not always going to treat you the way that you treat them? But that does not mean that we have to stop loving them. That's right. People are not going to always do what we want them to do. And things are not always going to go the way that we want them to go. But we still have an obligation and a responsibility to do what it is that God is telling us to do. 
So I'm going to share a brief word with you. I won't be, below, be, I won't be here long because I believe that God has done a lot of what he wanted to do. How many of y'all know that God will plan a whole anniversary <laughs> just to get people in a room to showcase one of his gifts? It's, it's, it's about us and our second anniversary, and we are grateful um, for our anniversary. But we are also grateful for you and the fact that you came to worship with us today. Y'all, anybody that knows and how I flow, if I'm, if I'm here, I'm here for a reason. I'm trying to move forward, but I'm here in my Father. And if you're in this house today and you're feeling discouraged, there is a word from the Lord on today. You don't have to stay there unless you choose to stay there. A lot, a lot of times we're in the place that we are because we don't take action. And a lot of times we don't take action because of fear, of rejection, fear of lack of support, fear of not having the resources and everything that's needed for so many different reasons. Fear of what happened in the past. Fear of what didn't work out in the past. But I just believe God wants somebody today to let that go. And let him be God. Let him work. Give your situation to him. Let's go to Acts, the third chapter. And I want to declare this word in the house on today. Don't get frustrated. Get elevated. Get lifted. Move from where you are to where God is calling you to be. Acts, the third chapter. Now, Peter and John were going to the temple at the ninth hour. Thank you, MIT Rosetta. At the ninth hour, the hour of prayer. Hmm, Sounds like they were headed to church for prayer. They were headed to go somewhere to pray. They were going for prayer. And a man who had been unable to walk from birth was being carried. Whom they used to set down every day at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, in order for him to beg for charitable gifts for those entering the temple grounds. When he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple grounds, he began asking to receive a charitable gift. I want to stop right there in a minute and ask you, what have you been asking for? What have you been seeking? But Peter, along with John, looked at him intently and said, look at us. In other words, he was sitting there asking for help from people that he would not even look at. That he would not even give his attention to. And I believe that a lot of times in the church, that's how we treat God. Is that we're always asking God for something, but we don't even take time to spend with him. We're asking for him for something, but in reality, we're not looking unto him. So he said, look at us. 
And he gave them his attention. Now, he gave them his attention because he was expecting to receive what he was asking for. Today, God wants to switch up somebody's gift. God wants to give you something different than what you've been asking for that you don't even realize what you need. But Peter said, I do not have silver and gold. I don't have any money. I don't have any silver and gold. But what I do have, I give to you. I give you something that is more valuable than what you're asking for. See, you're asking for what you think you need. But if I give you that, then this time tomorrow, you're going to be right back here in the same place asking for more silver and gold. The reason being is because you have not tapped into the source of the supply. You have not realized that you don't have to live the rest of your life as a beggar. I'm here to declare today that somebody who has sickness in your body, that you don't have to die sick. We serve a healer, but have you looked at him? I know you need to keep taking your medication. I, I know that, but have you looked at him? Have you given him your attention? Or are you so occupied with managing it in the flesh that you don't realize that there's an answer in the realm of the spirit that's calling healing, that wants to flush out the sickness? Are you so busy making payment arrangements, trying to keep your utilities on, and even in the midst of COVID-19 to keep the eviction from being filed, that, that you're so dependent on your strategy, your strategy that we have not given God attention to get his strategy. And I'm going to tell you why sometimes. It's because he's going to tell us what we don't want to hear. Oh, wow. Wow. You, you've come to the end of that. So what has been sustaining you, it is no more. But I got something better. I got something more good. In the name of Jesus. And grasping him by the right hand, he raised him up. I thank God for a newly ordained pastor that has the gift to be able to grab somebody by the hand and raise them up. Listen at what the scriptures is saying. And grasping him by the right hand, he raised him up. And immediately, his feet and ankles were strengthening. So God said, I have something that I want to do for you right now. That, 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 that if you give me your attention, that's why during worship, And during the time of prayer, we need to shut our neighbors down. And we need to make some time with God in our homes. We need to go back the way I was raised with a prayer closet. If whatever you need to do to get in a place where 
can hear God and give him your attention. The reason why the enemy of our lives wants us to keep getting what we've been getting and receiving what we've been receiving because he knows that if we keep doing the same old thing, we're going to keep getting the same results. Now, he didn't have to listen to the men of God. See, he heard them, but he had to go beyond hearing. God. Whoo, Jesus. Some of y'all got so many prophecies, some of us. So many prophecies, and we keep reminding God of what he said. But I'm here today to ask you, what have you done? I, I know your prayer closet is full of prophecies and the word and reminded God. We're taking that scripture to bring to his remembrance. Well, God sent a servant today to bring to our remembrance what we're supposed to do. Because we can have a prophetic word. That is declared over our lives that will never manifest. Because it came with an instruction that caused us to give him our attention. It uh, it, it will cause us to grab a hold of somebody else's hand. Sometimes we need to allow people to help us. And sometimes our help don't look like what we thought it would look like. Sometimes it, it doesn't come dressed the way a driving or living or talking. Uh, uh, it, it, it may not speak the same language. It may not be as articulate as you are. But the thing about it, it, it has the ability, oh God, to raise you up. And not just do it, but do it immediately. Somebody say right now. Right now. Ooh, I feel, I feel like some, I feel like he's about to drop. I, I feel like the glory is about to drop in this house because somebody realizing that, that you don't have to stay frustrated. You can get elevated. And in the rim of the spirit, I see a right hand. Ooh, God, extend it towards this house. So my question is, what do you need to be raised up out of today? What is it that you need to be fixed by the time you get home today? Not tomorrow, but today. See, a lot of times, one of the things I had to get delivered from was myself. It wasn't the people, it was me. Because I came to the only understanding that people can only do to us what we allowed them to do. So when we take ownership of our own choices... My heart is overjoyed because I got my baby sister in the house. I keep looking at her. She keep putting her head down, but it's okay. Thank you, Jesus. But I see that today, Pastor Denise. The thing about it is, do we believe it? We're just like this man sitting at the gate. They praying on the inside and he's sitting on the outside. What he needed was on the inside. But he kept accepting what was on the outside. Ooh, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. And it said, and immediately his feet, his ankles were strengthened. (laughs) 
my God. And so, and leaping up, he stood and began to walk. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. When I started out, I I think I read that he was unable to walk. But because God sent a servant that was able to go beyond what his heart was saying. Oh, God, my, ah, yo, yes, Lord, I hear you. See, sometimes we're the problem. Because we keep giving people stuff. And instead of empowering them and putting them into position to get delivered, we keep giving them things to keep them stuck. Now just because he said he didn't have any silver and gold does not mean he didn't have literally have any silver and gold. It means I don't have silver and gold for you. Because that's not what you need. See, we going, we going beyond, we going beyond all this generic stuff. If you're gonna come to me with the word of the Lord, come with something I can grab a hold to. We have moved and shifted in a time where there's no more houses, no more, no more cars, no more, no more, no more cars and, 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 and mates and, and, and all of these things. When are the blinded eyes gonna be open? When is this blood sugar diabetes gonna flush out of my system? When is this chest pain gonna leave my body? When am I going to be stopped being attacked by anxiety in my sleep? Because I realize that if I can get to the root of this thing, I can get a car. Sometimes the reason why you can't get the car is because you do too depressed to go to the car lot. You don't feel like looking at a car, prophet. When I went to see my my apostle on last Thursday for our meeting, there was three things I asked God for. Because I want to be prepared. If he asks me, what do you want me to pray? I want to have it ready. I don't want to, well, laugh. no. Because I honor his time. And I'm closing. So he said, when I went over, I was had a, I had, I had a conversation with my father. My, my, earth, my, my, my heavenly father. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying this to help somebody. Because my apostle was used and his team just like what I'm reading in the scripture. And so the thing that I asked for, I didn't ask for no more money. I didn't ask God for more help. I asked God for wisdom. And so... Without asking me anything, he put his hand on my shoulder and said, I impart into you wisdom. Supernatural wisdom. And because I asked for wisdom, it opened up and gave me access to everything else. And he was able to give me 
instructions and to release and impart into me the other things that I needed. And guess what? I didn't have to ask him to do it. And from that wisdom came revelation and blueprint and strategy. But then I had a hurt that I was dealing with that nobody couldn't see. Come on, God. Yeah, leaders hurt too. Leaders bleed too. Just because you see them up here, uh, uh, up there, or uh, wherever you worship in the pulpit, or uh, wherever they're standing, whether it's in the parking lot, on the stage, on a platform, wherever streaming or whatever, trust me, they need your prayer. So then the prophet said, and I won't go into detail because not that there's anyone here, but I don't know who may, I don't want anybody to think I'm throwing off on them. I'm being, I'd be very careful. I don't want to offend anyone. But he spoke to that hurt. And he said to me what God wanted to do over the next 10 years. But before we release that, we need to deal with this. See, that's what we need. That's what we need. That's what we need. That's what we need. That's, that right there is what we need. We need somebody to tell us, I don't have no more silver and gold for you. Give me your attention. See, because if you're not looking at me, you can't see my hand when it's extended to you. So he spoke to that hurt. I was already weeping, but that was it. I received my healing immediately. And it opened up another door. Remember I said I went for three things. And so I went back to my seat to give God some glory because I was really blown away. Because this is the first impartation I received from my apostle. And let me help somebody. You don't need to be up in your leader's face all the time to get what you need from them. We need to honor them and the call of God that's on their lives and and know and understand that we're not the only ones that they're covering. So then we want to come against them and attack their character. Because they're not giving us what we need. What we need. What we need. Or so we think we need. But what they are giving us is what'll make us walk. When we had to been carried out of these years. And so when I got up off the floor. Another prophet that was in the room looked at me and said, you were really touched. And I said, yes. So he began to ask me about myself and where I was from. And I told him, the church is in Stone Mountain. And oh my God, it just opened up. And he began to talk to me about this region. If you started a work in Stone Mountain, 
and you are experiencing unbelievable opposition, you need to get a team and get a revelation on this region. And don't just pray. Pray strategically. And then guess what? I'm not ashamed to ask for help. Because some of these things that we have experienced since we launched, I'm not familiar with. And that does not make me less anointed or less intelligent. There is power in saying, I don't know. Can you help me? And so he began to tell me about, just so happened he was ministering in this region. And they put him in the hotel right down here on the Stone Mountain Park. He could tell me a whole lot about this region. And he gave strategy. And guess what? I said, may I share some things with you? And I shared with him some of the things we had experienced in this house. And so I shared those things with him. And he got me. You know what I told him? I said, I didn't want to share it in the atmosphere with everybody. Because I don't know who's in the room. So I don't want anybody to think I'm off because they can't relate to my experience. So because of my being willing to sit down and shut up and be quiet and hear from the Father, God sent somebody to me that could relate to my experience. And so I asked him, will you come to Stone Mountain and help us to contend for God's glory? I hear the Lord saying that I'm about to start back up something that the enemy thought he shut down. Woo! God! Somebody is about to be relaunched. Sometimes God will allow us to go through things so we can get rid of folks that's not really meant to be with us anyway. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to stay in the Word. I'm going to stay right here. MIT, can I get something from my mouth, please? Tissue or something. So, in the Word, it says in Acts 3, it said, and leaping up, he stood and began to walk. MIT, thank you. Thank you. And so, and he began to walk. And he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. Now, wait a minute. This, this is the reason why evangelism is so important. But just going out giving people water, if that's not the strategy that God gave you, or just going out giving people stuff because we want them to come and be a part of what we're doing. That's not evangelism. That's marketing. Because if I'm having a concert and I want you to come, I'm passing out my flights. Why? Because I want you to come to my concert. But if I'm giving you water because I know you're thirsty, I don't care if I ever see you again. I met your need in that moment. And maybe that was my assignment.
He got up. Let me tell you something. When people start getting what it is that they need, you don't have to invite them to what you're doing. They will follow you. Because every day I've been sitting at this gate. Oh God, I hear you in this place. And I decree in this house that you will not be frustrated. You will be elevated in the name of Jesus. They followed him inside the temple and he began to praise God. And then the people that, 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 that used to see him, see, God is about to flip the script. I hear God saying, I'm about to rewrite. MIT April, what is that thing? Is, is sinner, what is it? The, what is it? Huh? When, when it's coming to the sequel. I just heard that. Yeah, yeah. The sequel. You got a sequel with your name on it. Somebody in this house right now. I may not be talking to everybody, but God is talking to somebody. Somebody who 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 has had to been being carried. But God said it's your time to get up and walk. He said, I'm about to strengthen you so you can walk. I'm about to give it to you what it is that you, I'm about to impart into you what it is that you need. So, so let me tell you something about. A controlling demon. It's going to always try to find a need. That's a predator spirit. So once I find out where you're needy at, that's where I'm going to camp out at. But I hear the Lord saying today, I I, want to wash all of that out. Because today I'm becoming the source of your supply. Is God helping anybody today? Huh? Let me tell you something. You're being released from everything. If you will receive this word, on, I, they will tell you, I don't just speak. Just to be talking. Because I realize that when I put this mic down... And I go back to that office and I go home tonight. I'm going to have to give an account. For every word that I'm releasing in this house today. But God is fixing it for somebody. I don't want, I didn't, I don't want to flow today, but I got to speak to you, woman of God. And it's right here, sitting next to April. I can't really see people with these masks on you. Who? Stand up for me for a minute. Virginia. Lift your hands if you don't mind me. May I declare this word over your life and over your, over your ministry? I hear God say I'm about to give you a do-over. Where's my mask? I didn't say a makeover. I said a do-over. I said a do-over.
a makeover, you know, and you can go home and wash that off. Woo! My God. After the photo shoot, you can go home and wash that off. After the way, if you change your mind, you can go back and you can, you can, but see a do-over, that's going to take you all the way back to the beginning. And God said that it's a new blueprint because you've gone through some things and you learned some things and you gained some wisdom. And the reason why God is saying do-over is because I'm taking you back to the same places. I'm taking you back to some of those same dreams. Things that didn't work. And God said, I'm going to give you a do-over with new strategy. Yeah, yeah, because I had to I had to shift some people from around you. I got my mask on, so I, can I get a little bit more volume in the house? I had to put the mask on. Huh? Is this the word of the Lord for you today? I see God reaching down into your life because there's been some areas where you've had to be carried. And there's a lot of things that you're saying that you don't know. But today, when I lay hands on you, if that's okay, it's going to unlock some divine strategies. And God said it's going to save you a lot of money. Because God said a lot of the sources and that you used before, God said, you're not, you're not going to use them anymore. God said, I'm cutting out the middle man. I don't know. He said, I'm getting rid of the, the middle man. I'm taking you straight to the source. Do it, God. Yeah, that's what he said. I'm getting rid of the middle man. I don't know you, but God knows you. Touch. Remove. Every middle man, take her straight to the source. Immediately. Oh yeah, immediately. By this time next week. Yeah, you got some deadlines, but God said, I own the eraser in your life. So I can go back and fix up some stuff. And God is fixing some things for you. He's rearranging some things for you. And God bless you on your sacrifice for flying in to be here today. For every seed that you sowed and for everything that you, it cost you. I commanded to find you now, to locate you now. Locate her now in the name of Jesus. And listen, every burden, every burden, every burden. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Listen, I don't want to hold anyone. Hallelujah. I just feel a flow in my spirit, but I don't want to hold anyone up. So I'm going to stop right here and I'm going to come back. I want to honor your time. I don't want y'all going back home talking about us over here.
You know, I'm just joking. I know y'all wouldn't do that. We have some things. We have some things we're going to present, and we'll present those to MIT Cynthia later. Jesus. If that word was for you today, what God released in this atmosphere, just lift your hands in this building. Don't worry about anybody. I just want to agree with you. Oh, God, all the way over on this side. Father, I decree. I hear God send favor over here. And, and not just favor, but unmeasurable favor. Can't be measured. That means it has no limit. It's going to go beyond your, 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 your expectations. Your ministry is about to explode. And see, a lot of times when we think about ministries exploding, we're thinking about numbers. But what about the people that's already there exploding in their gifts? Woo, Jesus. And doing in the house what they were sent to the house to do and not sitting on their gifts. Hallelujah. And undergirding the man or woman of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. My beautiful sister in the, in the blue over here. God said, I'm fixing it. Whatever you had on the altar that you've been asking God about, concerns and questions, and you've been had a lot of different scenarios in your head, whatever, what if it go this way and what if this happens and what? But God said today in this atmosphere, he has fixed it. And the thing about him fixing it is, if the only person that can change it is him. Because you came in agreement with him in prayer. And you said, I give this to you. And so God said, you gave it to him and you gave him permission to fix it. So God said, it's a deal between you and him. So you don't have to worry about no outside anything coming in and interrupting what God is doing in your life. God said, you have no reason to be afraid. And I come against every threatening voice. Every threatening voice that's trying to threaten you and frustrate you. I declare in the name of Jesus that you will not be frustrated, but you will be elevated in this season. You have a great evangelistic ministry on the inside of you. And there are platforms that have been waiting on you. But every time you move towards those platforms, the enemy sends a destruction. But today, I'm declaring over your life, no more destruction. God said, it may come, but it's not going to work. Because even since you've been here in this city, there has been a shifting in your focus. God said, you had to come out of the region where you were. See, sometimes you have to go outside of your region to be able to hear clearly. So God said, I brought you outside of the region into, into an atmosphere so that you could see some things and get some confirmation. But those, pla- I don't, I, I, you know, the thing about it is God chooses who he's going to choose. Now, we may not be man's choice. We may not be woman's choice. 
But when we're God's choice, that's just settling. And I hear God telling me to tell you to be uniquely you. And stop trying to fit in molds that he didn't make you to fit in. God said it's okay to do it the way that he told you to do it. And stop trying to figure it out. God said, let me give you the blueprint, baby. That's what I, It's like he said baby for some reason. You're his baby girl. He loves you like that. And God said, even things that shifted 10, 12 years ago in your life, God said, I still have those things on my heart concerning you. And I'm still going to do what it is that I said that I would do. I just need you to stay in sync with me. Oh, yeah, that's, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna walk into places that you thought you've been locked out of. God said, I got the key. I got the access code. And when I'm ready to take you into something, there's nobody that can lock you out of what I called you into. It's your season. Receive it. Can I lay hands on you? Receive it now. In Jesus' name, receive it. I command your ministry to come forth now with clarity that you will actually do what you need to do. Ministry is more than a logo and a nice flyer. Do the work, I hear the Lord saying, woman of God, do the work. Do the work, do the work. Do the work, do the work. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I pray that you all have been blessed on today. Um, I, we were having some technical challenges, um, Angela, so you would have to come forward and they can give you a mic for our appeal. Hallelujah. Thank you all so much for celebrating with us. Thank you for being here for this ordination service. We pray that there's been something that has been a relief in this atmosphere that will be a blessing to you, that will empower you. We solicit you for We solicit your prayers. And that you will continue to pray with us and stand with us and agree with us as we continue. Not saying that it's easy because it has been very difficult. But we have a word from the Lord. And we're not going to back down. And I encourage you to do the same. God bless you. If you want prayer afterwards, you can see me afterwards, but I don't want to hold, I guess, any longer. So, Emma, um, Angela, thank you. Amen, amen, amen. We have now come to our time of generosity. This is the time where if God has laid it on your heart to sow a seed into the kingdom by way of the Thrive Zone Church... You may do so through Cash App, PayPal, or any of the means that you see listed. <laughs> also, with you here today, we have a bucket in the back if you want to give. Our time of generosity bucket is right there in the back. If you need an envelope, I can certainly bring one to you.
Being God, we thank God for each and every one of you. Sister Angela, we need an envelope, please. Um, amen. For the seeds that you're sowing, we thank God that the pastor spoke over your seed already before we sowed the planted them. Amen. Anyone else? Just raise your hand. Sister Angela. We'll come to you. Praise God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Amen. opportunity. Amen. We thank God for all that gave. Amen. Father God, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you that your hands of mercy, Lord God, be upon us, Lord God. We thank you for blessing those that gave and those, Lord God, Lord, didn't have to give at this moment, Lord God. But we thank you, Lord God, as their seed is in the ground, that it is blessed, Lord God, and multiplied, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, for us being an extension, Lord God, of your grace, of your mercy, Lord God. Father, Lord God, we thank you and we praise you, Lord God, for all that you've done, all that you're doing. We thank you for the word that came forth, Lord God, that we received it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now we're going to take this. Okay, Sister Angela's still there. We're going to take this moment, amen, and we're going to dismiss. Amen. We thank each and every one of you for coming and celebrating our two-year anniversary with us. Amen. <laughs> thank God. Amen. For every, everything that God has done. Amen. Thank God for, uh, for um, just being God. Amen. Just for being God. Amen. So we're going to ask you to stand. We're going to dismiss. As Pastor said, there is, is there anyone that needs prayer? Amen. Hey, always. Amen. Amen. Just sit down for one moment. Because we can't come into this atmosphere and forget. Amen. Or just assume that everybody is connected. Amen. Praise God. But this time, we're just going to take a moment that anyone that heard the word and received it, amen, just like the man that was the lame man that Peter and John said, they said, we have silver and gold, we don't have that. But such as we have, we give it to you. So we're standing here even now that somebody may not, have not received Christ in their life. Somebody is standing there, just laying there and saying, I'm ready, amen. So we're going to take this moment that if you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you don't know God or you ran away or, or something has happened that has drawn you away from the position that you're supposed to be in, then we are here. We're on an opportunity 
for you to come. For you to receive God. For you to know Him. Amen. Amen. If there's anyone. Amen. Will we thank and give glory and honor to God for a full house? Amen. That all know Him. Amen. We just thank God for that. We thank God for each and every one of you now. If you would be so gracious as to stand as we dismiss. Amen. We thank you, Lord God. We never want to take that lightly. Amen. Because we believe in that it may be the opportunity. Anytime the word comes forth, it's an opportunity to touch or change our hearts. So we thank God for that. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord God, for coming and being in our midst today, Lord God. We thank you that everything that was done strategically, according to your plan and purpose for this ministry and for the body, of Christ as one. Father, Lord God, we thank you that every word that came from your daughter, Father, Lord God, that it has purposed and set on our hearts and our minds, Lord God, to do what you have ordained for it to do. Father, we thank you as we leave this place and not from your presence, Lord God, that the angels of God go even before us, Lord God. Father, Lord God, leading us and guiding us to the place, our, our destination, Lord God. We give you glory, Lord God. We give you honor, Lord God. And we give you praise for all things. In Jesus' name, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.